Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tea and Cognac session. This is your girl O'Brien, aka OB, aka O, coming to you with episode three of the Tea and Cognac session. Today's topic, we're going to rally back into the self care, the accountability piece. So, um, what did I say? The light bulb has come on, so to speak. I've always heard that kind of, is that a metaphor? Some kind of expression where at some point in your life, this light bulb comes on and stuff starts making more sense. Your path becomes a little clearer. What you want in life becomes more clear. And um, you become more confident in who you are as a person. So, I said, okay, last year, epic shit happened, right? So, it took me down a a course that I uh, mentally had to really reflect on a lot of things. And I didn't realize how much of it came from childhood. So, once I got honest with that stuff, then it was like, okay, how do we repave the road? How do we heal some of the traumas, triggers, uh, hiccups that I tend to have, the isms, right? Self-care, because trauma and triggers and the adverse childhood score and all these things, this is fairly new turf. Um, Before now, we didn't really talk about mental health and the profound effect it has on your day-to-day functioning. Um... If you never seeked any counseling, any spiritual guidance, any uh, help for whatever traumatic experience you were exposed to at whatever age, if it was at a very young age or if it was later in life, um, trauma is simply traumatic experiences that affect the brain. So it that, that ranges from anything, right? And so because... We are in a in a state of uh, it's almost like a hemorrhaging thing with this country, where we really will not acknowledge the truth and what is really taking place in this country to build this country. What kind of real sacrifices have been made? Like, yeah, when we know all of that, we know the history and we know our bloodline and you get to digging into who's got whatever personality disorders and blah 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 I just become more aware of what do I need to be working on now in my younger days so when I do become uh, an elder I will have had a grip on some of this shit um know thyself so that's the the biggest Thing I can say to people at this point when you know who you are as a person you are not easily influenced you do not go seeking validation from outsiders when you have a solid foundation on who you are as a person who you want to be you just don't get caught up in certain BS like others that don't know like myself see uh, 15 years ago I had no clue who I was uh, I know I wanted to be belong. I know I wanted to fit in. I know I wanted a family, but I didn't realize I was sacrificing a lot of myself to just 
fit in to the little groups that I was uh, trying to be a part of. So because I didn't know myself, I would attract uh, energy vultures. You know the kind, the people that just really suck the life out of your ass. They usually got a lot of drama, chaos, something always going on. And they got this way of always wanting you around and you always feel some kind of drained or just just irritable. It's just your mood is affected by the time you're done dealing with that individual. So once I started understanding energy vultures, aura, what my energy is, being an empath, I tend to attract a lot of negative uh, energy because they tend to need what you have. They can't produce it on them set on their own, so they gravitate to those that do have it naturally, and they'll suck it dry. So, um, knowing thyself, knowing what what down to the morality, uh, we, we're really getting caught up in faith versus religion. For me, I'm more spiritual than anything. I've pretty much done my best to drop pagan con- uh, tradition. Uh, far as I'm concerned is indoctrinated dogma you know uh most of this you can you can debunk and uh basically the theory versus fact comes in very much with religion versus faith so I'm trying or not trying I'm doing my very best to distinguish what I believe in what is my faith and what am I passing down to my children um you that's I believe that's one of the biggest pieces of it once you got a grip on that I think the next uh, four steps that I'm going to call off here they're they they navigate so much better when you have your core faith established who what do you believe in for me I grew up Baptist but by the time I turned 23 24 I started questioning a lot of things next thing I know I I know what the 12 tribes of Israel is and Judah, and I'm starting to question the whole, just everything, Hebrew scripture. Why wasn't I taught this? Why do I not know any of this knowledge? So, uh, again, it's what path are you really following? The traditions your parents have pretty much forced down your throat, or have you went on your own path and uh, tried to... uh, get in touch with what your spiritual side is and what your beliefs really are next thing diet and exercise yep we all now folks so we need to be making sure we're active at least three to five times out the week so um you know those days of drinking soda eating junk food and fried chicken every day as a way of life barbecue all just grease fat every day Uh, Those days have come to a halt. I can't even eat nachos anymore like I used to because the cheese. And we know dairy is not good for us anyway. So it's like I keep dancing with fire. Like, you know, you know you're going to pay dearly. But it's so good. And I have a real issue letting it go. But it's affecting my mental, mental state as well. What you put into your body is affecting your brain, your energy, 
your spiritual being. So once I started really cutting back a lot of sugar, a lot of soda, a lot of things, I don't really, I just don't eat it anymore. I automatically started feeling better naturally. I didn't have to go doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. It was just cutting that diet in half, that pasta, uh, that bread, cutting that, because it's not my friend. I love the shit. I do, but it hates me. It, my body rejects it in ways I'm bloated forever. It's terrible. <laughs> so when, when, when I got serious about that, and I still struggle with the consistency with that, but once I really identified, like, yeah, the dairy, the bread, the pasta, I blew up to 220 pounds at one point, and I was indulging in all of that stuff every day, all day. That's why. So, um, then the next thing, the creative time, the hobbies, the community involvement. That was really a big thing for me uh, here in the last few years. Last summer really opened my eyes, though. Um, my efforts have to be a little more planned, a little more strategic. I, as much as I want to be involved and part of people's uh, programs and different events and efforts everybody's agenda isn't the same and so in the efforts of protecting my energy I encourage you to be doing the same shit and that means you can't be friends with everybody as hard as you want you know you want it so bad you want to be cool with this one and that one and the no O'Brien no I've had to withdraw from a lot of people um, I'm sure there's some feelings about it but truth be told it's for my self-care so once I identify that where you are in my life and what you actually put into my cup and vice versa are we are we benefiting each other are we helping each other grow or are we someone that we run to to sulk and grieve and do the pity party with I'm over that part you know, I, I love having my confidants and people that I can come to, but I also am realizing where I need people that are motivated and doing something every day. If it's just the simplest thing on the list, like they're, they're making efforts to change the situation. I no longer want to keep talking about the same problem, especially if I'm the reason the problem keeps occurring. We tend to like to run back to what's comfortable and do what's comfortable, but sometimes uh, we, we're not doing the real work and being honest about everything going on. So um, I had to really scale it down, like where I came out, you know, really guns blazing and I wanted to be involved. I can't, um, not, a, not in that capacity, in a different way, I'm sure. Uh, but I just, I got to stick to my lane. So, you know, I, I'm the independent contractor. I have the local nonprofit and a, a few other things that I work on. But as it stands, I've had to really just work on O'Brien because I figured out the cup was empty while I was trying to be whatever for everybody else. I have to focus on me and mine. So that's my family. That's that's taking care of my home. And once I realize that's what's important to me, really, at this point, uh, a lot of shit is happening in the world. So why aren't we getting more serious about our family units and becoming more, uh, you know, secure, stable? 
I don't know. Uh, scripture says a third. So we'll wake up. That's that's the only thing I can really hold on to. That That's what I want. I want my family together, you know, working, uh, making money, sure. But the, the whole getting the bag shit, it's to an extent. Because now we're, we're understanding that you don't have to sell your soul to be a millionaire. Signing these Hollywood contracts and all these different things people have done for money. Now we're in a new place. We know we can make this money. The, the question is, how do you really want to go about making it? So uh, that leads into the business uh, endeavors. You know, identify your skills. What are you passionate about and what are you good at? And then also balancing with uh, the being a servant part. You know, you need to be making sure you're taking care of your your children, your husband, boyfriend, your your household, and then your community-wise. How are you serving, whether that's in um, your whatever church role or uh, if you're in a spiritual group, whatever that is, how are you serving your community? Uh, and also the motivation to do that. How how do you keep yourself motivated and, and to, to do what you know you have to do to keep the bills paid, and keep the roof over your head and keep the family unit together. Last one on the list, the social supports. It's last, but it's probably just as important as the first one. If you have people in your life literally sucking you dry, you will not grow. You will stay exactly stagnant. Um, growth versus what is it? Is it struggle versus stagnant? You got to, at some point, struggle is necessary for growth. But at some point, struggling turns into suffering. And now it's not growing at all. Now it's just dying. So if any relationship or any kind, anything that's dying in your life, you have to cut it off. Now, struggle is a whole different conversation. Just because you struggle with something, just because you haven't overcome a particular something doesn't mean it's suffering. Means it's growing, maybe not as fast as you need it to, maybe not in the manner you thought it should be, but it is growing. But when it's suffering, that's pretty much dead. And we got to cut that thing off. And so... That's going to be for people that are blood-related, not blood-related, people you've known all your life, people you've known for a day, a month, a year. Like, you got to understand these seasons, and everybody is not going to be your long-life friend or confidant or whatever. Everybody has a journey to walk, and uh, we got to get serious about this walk. That's where I'm at with it. So... That's, that's, like I said, that's the five uh, topics in my self-care. What am I, how am I disciplining myself? What am I doing to keep it together and grow up? Because that's a, that's ultimately the goal. How do I become the best O'Brien, the best adult, the best mother, the best woman, the best whatever I am intended for in this, in this, in this realm Cause Lord knows, <laughs> I feel like I'm sent from a different place for sure. Uh, what are you doing to take care of yourself? If you're taking care of everybody else, you better be making sure you take some time out for you. 
because we're dying young. And uh, Kwame Brown, I just uh, listened to his podcast a few days ago, and man, he went in. He hit some topics like real deal. LeBron and all these other celebrities, like it's time to speak up and really talk about what you're doing to be a king in your household. Teach us. A lot of us out here need teaching. We need some guidance. We don't know. We're supposed to know. But how the hell are we supposed to know when we didn't grow up watching healthy parent and relationship dynamics? This is this is some serious gen- generational cycles that we are breaking. And the first step is admitting it. So, that's it. I want to encourage you to work on your own self-care, your own account accountability piece uh knowing thyself faith versus religion your diet and exercise creative time hobbies community involvement your business endeavors securing that bag you know uh that praying all over all of this shit right make (laughs) you better know the enemy does not want you to win does not want you to succeed so anything worth having you are going to fight for it is going to be everyday effort nothing is going to be free nothing is going to be easy the last bit healthy social supports so check me out on facebook the girl of uh, the jill of most trades the OSD LLC and the Melanin Initiative. As we talk about being black in America and what it is to be black and the history of being black in America, y'all gonna find out it's not for the faint of heart. And it's some real truths. And once we get honest about this knife in the back, you know, we keep pulling it out an inch, calling it progress, and it is not. So uh, I'm curious to see what this next few months bring as far as the whole conversation. Um, Let's see. Let's see what the summer has for us. So, okay, y'all take care. Talk to you soon. Hope this information is helpful to somebody. And uh, we just going to keep pushing and and hold it together, y'all. Know that you have favor. Stay prayered up. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace.